We have so many stories in our lives, but our stories are not always heard. On the Hear My True Story podcast, we tell our own true stories. Before the white car backed, our head teacher had scattered. Looking at him, I could only see his tie that was flying backwards, waving at us, and he disappeared in thin air. I want to share my life story. I want to share my voice with the people because I know that uh, just a small joke I can tell through this, this podcast, it will make someone smile. When you ask me what I fear most in life, I would definitely respond to you and say it's fear itself. We are fighting for togetherness. We are fighting for equal rights. We are fighting to end injustice. You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true stories. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one, one podcast. Hear my true stories. Welcome to a brand new episode. Hear my true story. Yeah, how are you, listener? Thank you so much for joining us this week again with Hear My True Story podcast. It is me, your host, Otaku. And <laughs> your co host, Carol J. Smith. By the way, I was thinking, mm. if, if my name is so hard to pronounce, mm. you can call me CJ. CJ. Okay, thank you so much. Mm. With our co host, CJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. Why do you call yourself Caro J. Smith? I mean. Mm. You know this childhood thing, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, tell us the story. If, if you want to tell, you can tell us the story. Why you call yourself yeah. Caro J. Smith. But anyway, it is not the conversation for today. You are free not to no. talk about it. No, we, we can make another podcast about it. Okay. It is really a funny story. Trust me, you uh, will like it. About names in Uganda and Africa. Mm-hmm. No names have a meaning. Every name has a meaning. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, I really, really want to talk about summer. You know, this is a very beautiful time. It is a time where everyone is smiling. This is why for me, this topic is very important for me at the moment. I mean, why, why is it that everyone is smiling? You mean people don't smile in winter? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get, it's really hard to find everyone smiling at you in winter or that people just say um, hello to you, just voluntarily, you know, saying hi, hello, like with a very big smile. In winter, it is more like people are more closed to each other or they are, they, they are not out, they are not smiling, they are more depressed, you know. I have yeah. a friend who says, for me in winter I'm depressed and in summer I'm happy. What does that mean? I yeah. mean, what, what, what is your experience, experience with you in winter? I mean, what is your experience with winter here in German? I mean, as a person who has come from Uganda where there's a lot of sun, where there's no summer, yeah. where there's no winter, it is always summer. 
Mm. I mean, what for was me, your first experience? <laughs> My very first experience, I had to put on eight layers of clothes. Or I had to put on um, a legging inside, a very small legging, very small with a layer, and then another legging which has a bit of fur in it, and then another trouser on top, and then on top of that, like a jeans trouser on, on top of that, and then on top of the whole thing, I put on a match hose. A match hose is something like a rain, rain protective uh, uh, trouser. pants. Mm. Trouser. Yeah. So this is... And, and up, I put on... Uh, I, in, in winter, I don't put on bras. <laughs> that, forget. <laughs> so I just put on a small um, a small vest, then on top of that, I put on another small T-shirt. And then after I put on a, la- a long arm shirt. And then on top of that, I put on a sweater. And then on top of that, I put on a jacket. So this is, this is literally my first weeks in Germany. Like, I did not know how to put on. I put on like four stockings or five. And in my bag, I always had an extra stockings and an, an extra small pulley or a sweater or maybe a scarf. And... I, I never opened my hair in winter. I I had my hair was very old, very old. Like after these three months of winter, it was very cold, very old. Yeah, for me, it did not really treat me very well. I had flu all that time. Um, I was not happy either. It was I was not happy to go outside. I always wanted to stay inside, and also. Um, I drank a lot of blue vine. Blue vine is alcohol, which is warm. And I was almost always drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. So, I, mean, I liked it so much. <laughs> so, um, was that your first <laughs> weather shock? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also that people, you know, I'm more of a people person. And you try to talk to people, but people... They don't want, they don't have time for you, you know, because maybe they are rushing to work. They want to do everything very fast too, because uh, it, it is dark outside early, dark outside early. And then, so it was really, for me, it was not a very happy, welcoming place because I, I came here in winter and I did not feel welcome from the people, from the environment. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so, and, <coughs> I mean, uh, what was your first time, I mean, in winter, when you saw the sun, when it's winter? How was your feeling when you saw the sun in winter for the first time? For me, I think it was a bit normal that the sun is there. But I was shocked. Oh, everyone was happy. Everyone was saying, oh, today there is the sun. People checking on the weather forecast, telling me when the sun is there, when the sun is coming. Trust me, the first three, four months, I did not understand why people look on the weather forecast. <laughs> Even up to now, I don't look on the weather forecast. I just go outside with a, yak, with a jacket or I really don't know how to do that. I don't know how to look on the weather forecast and say, oh, I will trust the weather forecast. Those weather people who, who work there, I will trust them. Maybe today it shines. I will wear a small thing. I think for me it's better I put on much and remove it later rather than putting on less. But the sun, when the sun came out, oh my God, everyone was happy. People were going out. People were going to the city. 
saying, oh, do you want to inviting me to their places because the sun came out? Why don't you invite me when it is snowing? You know, so this is, I, I, up to now, I, I think I don't still understand why people are so happy about the sun. Because in Uganda, the sun is always there. I, I, I never, I never got excited of the sun. Like, ooh. But I think uh, slowly I also start getting excited of the sun. <laughs> because, because you don't get it so every day, so often. So now if it shines, whoa, it is a very good day for me to, yeah, I think I'm also slowly in the culture. <laughs> so that is your way of like learning to get into the German culture where the sun comes once in a while in winter. But the question, mm-hmm. did you feel really warm when you moved out of this I mean, going outside, <laughs> it's winter, and you saw the sun. For me, my experience was something different. Mm. I came to Germany mm. in December 2019, uh, 2018, and mm. I spent one month without seeing a the sun. Then in January, mm. I saw some sun coming out. I was so mm. excited. I told my wife, I'm going outside. There is the sun. I ran outside happy without a jacket. My friend, it was cold. The sun was not was there, but it was not warm. It was it was very cold. I walked back in the room, and I said, "This is mm-hmm. something difficult, living in this country, where the sun mm-hmm. is so special." Yeah, and that was for me my experience. I thinking the sun in winter could be hot, but it came out. It was so cold. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but of course I saw people so being so excited because of the sun and the cold. They were really outside, but it was, yeah, they are happy about the sun. Yeah, mm. you get that. Yeah. It is also the same thing. Um, the sun was there, or the sun is there in winter, but it's not hot. Not at all. It is still cold. And if it is snowing, it is not that cold. But if the sun is there and there is no... Um, it's not snowing. It is so cold. It is so cold. Oh my God. One winter, I almost, I felt like my nails are, are dropping out. It was so cold for me that we went for a walk, you know. I felt like I was too much inside. I'm used to being outside. And then I was like, oh, let's, please, let's. I, I had visited my friends. I was like, oh, please, let's just go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. I went for a walk. It became a walk. <laughs> My fingers were hurting. My ears were hurting. My face was hurting. I felt like everything that was exposed outside that had no cloth on it, it was so hurting. Since then, I don't like going out in winter. I don't. If it is, maybe if the sun is there, I also go out. Okay. So <laughs> you you also got so you also got integrated into the German culture of one appreciating the sun when it's there, you go outside. Two, do you also la- did you also learn the German culture of talking about the weather? Because in German, when people come for the first time, they are going to talk about the weather. Yeah, today there is the sun. Oh, today it's snowing. Oh, today there is rain. Do you also mm-hmm. now converse about weather? I think our weather is more of, um, it's, a, it's one topic which is really very easy with so that you can connect to people. It is a very good topic for small talks. So I, I talk about weather. I'm like, oh, how was, how was the weather where you stay? Even if you stay in Stuttgart, <laughs> I will still ask you about the weather. <laughs> I mean, for you as someone, let me just ask you, I mean, 
for you as someone who came to German from Uganda where people people mm. in Uganda are so open I don't know I talk about Uganda because where I come from yeah mm. first time meeting someone in Uganda people are open they speak to you they converse with mm. you yeah mm. but here in German if you don't know someone you don't have much to talk about apart from talking mm. about the weather where yeah. where also oh, shocked oh, Corona is also another topic that they are talking about now. Mm. But if I talk about if I talk to Ugandans mm. here, if I meet Ugandans, I never talk talk about weather. It is not one of the topics that I talk about. There are other topics, but if uh, people from here, obviously from other countries, there's nothing which connects you, you know. Or maybe yeah, you ask them where do you come from, and it reaches a time where the conversation is at the end. So what is next? Weather weather summer what are you doing next weekend we have uh, the sun is shining what are you doing next weekend i'm going to the beach make sure to leave a review this makes our day and fuels future episodes hear my true story okay i mean before we move into <laughs> into that <laughs> so uh for me i i think um These are some of the cultures that we we as when we come to the Europe where the weather is different and the cultures are different we tend to really have to learn these new cultures yeah like the weather learn more about how to appreciate the sun and now I bring in this conversation about the summer I mean how people are so excited about the sun how was your experience your first summer experience in German. Oh, I was really happy because this was after me experiencing the the winter. I was really really happy about the summer, but people <laughs> shocked me with the way how for them they were more excited than me. So it, I was shocked that the people are so excited, not shocked for the summer. Mm. I hope you understand what I mean. Mm. Because um, so where I stayed, I used I stayed in in the south, where we were south. Um, so people, there are small ponds where people go swimming, where you can swim. So sometimes I used to go there, swim with some other people or friends, or just go alone and sit there. <coughs> and every time where when the sun was out or when it was really warm, because sometimes it also rains in the summer, and uh, people were swimming people i felt happy because this is the kind of of um joy that i've experienced every day when i was still in uganda where at least people are not moody because of the weather rather people are moody because of problems you know real problems not weather problems and yeah so i was really really happy to experience the people in this other way not in just the depressed way or just in the sad way or in the cold way rather people were more welcoming a bit and also people uh, were sitting outside everywhere people were sitting outside people were walking barefooted no shoes <laughs> that shocked me a bit and that also people were sitting outside to eat ice cream at every point and there are people who make bubbles for kids Yeah, so those things really I enjoyed watching that at the first moment where I experienced summer here. Mm. Yeah. I mean, How was your first experience? 
my first experience ah uh, personally after being here in 2019 when it was almost uh january february march april i came in april mm-hmm. in 2019 and then mm-hmm. the summer was coming in but of course people were not like that really open but my first experience of summer was quite interesting one i was in culture shock people people walk bare chest the men you see a man in a train without a shirt for me that was a culture shock because where i come from people don't just walk bare chest in a public transport yeah you put on a shirt people were putting small shorts and you know i i, I was like how can a big man big stomach you so huge you put on a small short you have no shirt you are in a public transport I mean I was in sh- culture shock and then there's a time mm-hmm. when I went with um my wife then she was my girlfriend and we to the park and I saw people naked putting on nothing mm-hmm. and I told her you know what however much this is summer I cannot be naked I cannot <laughs> walk naked yeah and then I I walked away I said I can't stand the park I, I it, for me it was culture mm-hmm. shock I, I was not used to see people naked because Where I come from the culture is different about how you dress how you yeah so that was a culture shock for me in summer and I could not understand the point that people are really like dressing up like this or they have no clothes on them and I I, I told myself I'll never put on a short because even in Uganda the sun mm-hmm. I never used to put on shorts I always put on mm-hmm. trousers and shirts yeah I couldn't move bare mm-hmm. chest with my stomach outside because in the community where i live it is something that it is really they they really decent you know conservative yeah about how you mm-hmm. dress it's it's a big issue there too then i said i'm not putting on a shirt but let me tell mm-hmm. you when the summer came it was 40 degrees Uh-oh. i went to the supermarket i bought five shorts yeah very tiny shorts <laughs> and then i put on the shorts and i bought shorts yeah that are short sleeve mm-hmm. and then i started mm-hmm. walking and then i mm-hmm. learned that it is so hot here in mm-hmm. german and you cannot at any point the hotness in summer in german is not hot mm-hmm. the way it is in in uganda where i come from in uganda that country and i could not really understand it was so hot so at the end of the day i started putting on shorts i learned that. Yeah. but the shocking thing was fkaka You know about FKK? I saw people mm-hmm. naked and I was shocked. And then I saw people naked, not just children, men. You find a father, mother, and their children all are naked. And I was like, "Okay, I am in German." And asked, "What is this?" They told me that's FKK. Okay. Mm-hmm. People just walk naked like that. But that culture, I cannot I cannot get integrated in that one. That is my culture shock. That- Fkk was more of uh, for old people. I didn't know that the kids also be there. Uh-huh. I only saw for me when I saw that uh, the people, men, old men, mm. big stomachs, everything is uh, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> oh my, we just passed through. I was also a bit shocked. I was shocked because I did not expect that. So we're walking along the beach, and so we end up in this section of these people. and they were all looking at us weird and we were also looking at them weird you know why are you not putting on clothes and for them why are you putting on clothes <laughs> you know 
<laughs> yeah, but then after my friend, she's German, she explained to me that this, we are not supposed to be there if we are putting on clothes because it's for people who are not putting on, who um, who are not putting on clothes, who feel like uh, the body has its own freedom, that, uh, yeah, so such things, such explanations, I was like, okay, I'll never go back there. And uh, last week or the week before, mm. the week before, I was also at the Borden there, and uh, so we were walking. It is not a place for Fkaka. It is not written there that it is for Fkaka. But these people are undressed, like undressed, sleeping. Some are coming from the sea, walking, and everything is hanging. And I'm like, wow, people, at least respect the other people who don't want to look at you. Because you know the eyes. The eyes really end there, where <laughs> where you don't want to look. So the eyes just look for the danger, and that is where they, they will land. And for me, I literally could not control my eyes. I was all the time looking. And my friend was like, please respect the people. I was like, I'm trying. because, But my eyes want to look. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, let me enjoy it. Because it's there. <laughs> I, mean, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, for our listeners to explain, Fkaka is, um, I think it's a culture in German. People uh, strip out and they're like naked. No clothes on them mm. and they walk. I mean, that happens in summer. I don't think it happens in winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I will try to put that information about If it about happens F-Kaka. in winter, everything will freeze. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. So that was your culture shock also about Fkaka. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Hear my true story. Yeah, hi. Can you hear Sorry. me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Our dear listeners, I can tell you, Fkaka is a culture. Here people stay naked and they don't put on clothes. So for us as mm-hmm. people who come from other countries, we end up getting these culture shocks and then you have to get integrated as the way they say integration to learn the culture. Mm-hmm. So we get to learn, okay, people can swing out naked that way, but could you also do Fkaka as you? CJ, it is you not my I mean, integration, I didn't you do the integration course in German? Uh-uh, I'm not married. I think it is mostly for married people. I mean, you, of course, but also you learn the language. Yeah, I am integrated, but I think I have not yet reached to that extent of integration of doing Fkaka. And I'm so glad that it is not in this integration course that people have to do Fkaka, <laughs> that people have to do Fkaka to be integrated because mm. I myself would fail the integration course. Yeah. One time, a friend of mine, she, she wanted also to, she wanted to let her body free. So she went to swim in a swamp, you know, uh, it's a place where also these swans, swans, swans uh, swim. So she went and left her clothes. She undressed very well. And then she went to swim. And she was swimming, she was swimming. And then the swan came. You know, swans can be aggressive sometimes. Mm. And this pond or this swamp was a bit close to the road. The swamp came. The swamp started chasing her. So she ran out of the water. So when she ran out, she was running to, towards the road. The swan, the swan chased her. The, the swan chased her. She had to leave her clothes. 
she waited to see if the swan is gone. The swan was standing close to her to her clothes. She when she tried to come, the swan wanted to bite her, so she decided to leave her clothes. So she walked like two miles with no clothes on to go to reach home. So this day she regretted. She's like, I don't want to do this Fkaka thing again or somewhere which is not uh, normal because. She was so embarrassed because she found she met her friends on the road and they were like, "Hey, what is the problem?" And it was summer. People just have sometimes they have no shirts on. They only have also their shorts. So who's going to sacrifice their shorts to give you so that for them to walk uh, naked? Yeah, but it was really not a nice experience for her, I guess. Mm. Yeah, but she learned not to do Isaka again. I mean. <laughs> Oh, I mean, what was your culture shock with people who walk bare feet here in German? Because there's a time I experienced, I came to German and it was winter. People were walking yeah. bare feet with no shoes. And I didn't mm. understand this. I, li- I did some research and I heard that that's, uh, they call them uh, uh, so like they, 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 they walk barefoot to feel the nature, to connect to the <laughs> mother earth. I mean, to connect to the, mm. you know, were you not shocked I mean, for me, I was shocked <laughs> because where I come from in Uganda, you walk barefoot because you don't have money to buy shoes. Yeah, yeah. You you don't have. I money. also thought they were poor. <laughs> I thought they were poor. They don't have shoes. <laughs> they don't have money to buy shoes, and I was offering some of them. Can I give you? I have so many shoes. Do you want some of my shoes? They are like no. Then they explained to me that they also want to feel Mother Nature. <laughs> Were you not shocked? I was so shocked. I'm still shocked. I still ask them the same time I meet someone or oh, my friend who is not putting on shoes. Why are you not putting on shoes? I I think this is something which is which is still shocking me. I think I will not. I will never understand that. If you were just walking at home, I understand. But you're walking like even taking the train, going to the next city or going to the next uh, place using the train or the S bahn. That is, I think that is beyond. People pee. You know, drunkards are lying everywhere. If it is a nice day, people go to the clubs, come back drunk, peeing everywhere. It is really, really dirty. And there are broken glasses everywhere. Someone can hurt themselves. If you're doing it at home, then it's okay. It is your place. You know how clean it is. But if you're doing it everywhere in the city, hmm, I'm still shocked. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, because where I grew up from Uganda, I mean, I grew up, I didn't have money. We didn't have a lot of money as a family. So we used to walk bare feet. I walked my bare feet. I, walk, I walked bare feet all my childhood from, I think, three up to around 12 years. I never had shoes. So to me, my future was like, if I grow up, I buy myself shoes. Mm-hmm. I put on shoes. For all those years that I didn't have money, I could walk bare feet. Now when I come to German and there's this bare feet walking, I don't understand mm-hmm. that. I don't want to feel the nature actually, but I respect <laughs> them the way they, what they do. But to me that was a culture shock and as like as someone wants to integrate, I cannot integrate mm-hmm. into this culture of bare feet. Yeah. But I think it is not a culture thing. I think it is a personal thing. Because not everyone who is German does that. I think it is more of a personal thing. There are some people who really are into the nature, who really love the nature, who really respect the nature. 
they feel like maybe if you're stepping on it with shoes, you're making the nature feel bad or you're hurting the nature, mm. you know. But yeah, some some people really do that, and also have respect for them. We have a boy in our class; he doesn't put on shoes. Even where you feel like this is so cold, that guy is coming. He has rods in his feet. You know when you when you um, when you don't put on shoes for a long time, the the feet down they get cracked, and he doesn't take care of them. So uh, it looks like he has walked over twenty years without shoes. Yeah, yeah. but sometimes I really, I really don't know why. But sometimes I feel bad for him, or bad for his feet. Because his poor feet really get it so hard. Uh, the school where we we study, it's hard. It has small stones, and the feet don't really look that good. Yeah, but if he if he would put in, put on a lift shoes in winter, even in winter he doesn't want to put on shoes. They want the mother nature. Yeah, yeah respect the mother nature. Yeah, I mean for me that was my culture shock. I mean, I couldn't. I, I really, I couldn't really walk bare feet. But for now, I would say we need to move on to another conversation with our dear co-host and me, Otako. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for that reason, I want to ask you, our dear listeners, if you understand, we need your following and subscribing on this podcast. You know. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. Hear my true story. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Music by Edwin Matovo, hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories and visit us on our website, hearmytruestory.com for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.